promotes love story for the Why someone to come? Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Jaina Vallabha Giri Paradhari Gopi Jaina Vallabha Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Yamuna Tiravana Chari Yamuna Tiravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Gopi Chana Vallabha Girivaradhari Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamunatiravana Chari Yamunatiravana Chari Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar 
ಶಿವಾಸದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತ್ತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರಂಗೋ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಜಯ ಸಚಿನಂದನ ಗೌರ ಹರಿ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ राय राधे जय राधे जय राधे जय श्री राधे जय जगन्नाथा जय जगन्नाथा जय बालादेवा जय सुभद्रा देवी जय गौरनिताय गौरनिताय जय गौरनिताय जय प्रभु पादा प्रभु पादा प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादा जय भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा जय भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा निताय गौर हरे बो हरे बो हरे बोल नेता गौर हरे बोल गौर प्रेम जय ओम विष्णुपदाय परमहंस परिवराक्राचार्य अस्तोतर अभयचरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शीला प्रभुपाद गिजय इस्कॉन फाउंडर आचार्य जगद्गुरु शीला प्रभुपाद गिजय श्री 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 जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा महाराणी की जय श्री श्री गौरता की जय श्री श्री राधा बल्लभ भगवा की जय आल ग्लोरी टू दबल डिवोटी 
all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to shri shri guru and gauranga Harbor, come to the front. All can come, no? Friend, it's not much. <laughs> so today, we are reading from Srimad Bhagavadam, 7th Canto. Text, 7th Canto, Chapter 2, entitled Hiranyakashibu, the King of the Demons, text number 43. Correct, Bible? 43. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Yatanalo darasu binayate Yatanalo darasu binayate Yatanilo dehagata pritaxitaha Yatta nilo deha gata pritaksitaha Yatta naba sarva gatam na sajjate Yatta naba sarva gatam na sajjate Yatta pumam sarva guna shraya paraha Tata pumam sarva guna shraya paraha Yato nalo darusu binna iyate Yatana lo darusu binna yate Yatani lo deha gata pretaxitaha Yatani lo deha gata pretaxitaha Yatana basarva gatam na sajate Yatanaba sarvagatam na sajjate Tatapuman sarvagunashraya paraha Tatapuman sarvagunashraya paraha Tatapuman 
ಯಥಾನಲೋದಾರು ಭಿನ್ನಯತೆ ತುಮಾಶ್ರಯ ಯೋದರಸು ಭಿನ್ನ ಇಯತೆ ತೇಹಗತ ಯಾಸರ್ವಗತ ಸಜತೆ ತುಮಾಶ್ರಯ ಯಥಾನಿಲೋ ದೇಹಗತ ಪೃಥಕ್ಷಿತ ಸಜ್ಜತೆ ತುಮಾಶ್ರಯ ಯೋದರಸು ಭಿನ್ನಯತೆಗತ ಸಜತೆ ತುಮಾಶ್ರಯ ಯಾಬ see the word to word translation yatha just as anala the fire darusu in wood binaha separate yate is perceived yatha just as anila the air dehagata within the body prita separate shitaha situated yata just as naba the sky sarvagatam all pervading na not sajyate mix 
Tata, similarly, Puman, the living entity, Sarva Guna Ashraya. Although now the shelter of the modes of material nature, although now the shelter of the modes, Paraha, transcendental to material contamination. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Translation. As fire, although situated in wood, is perceived to be different from the wood. As air, although situated within the mouth and the nostrils, is perceived to be separate. And as a sky, although all-pervading, never mixes with anything. So, the living entity, although now encaged within the material body of which it is the source, is separate from it. We'll read the translation responsibly. Yeah? Very good translation. As fire, although situated in wood, is perceived to be different from the wood. As air, although mixed within the mouth and nostrils, is perceived to be separate. And as the sky, although all pervading, never mixes with anything. So the living entity, although now encaged within the material body, of which it is a source, is separate from it. Purport. Purport, please be attentive, okay? There are a lot of things Srila Prabhupada is trying to tell within the short paragraph. And there will be questions on that. So, please listen attentively. In Bhagavad Gita, the Supreme Personality of Godhead as explained about the material energy and spiritual energy both emanate from Him. In Bhagavad Gita, which verse is Srila Prabhupada talking about? Any idea? Very good. Spot on, Prabhu. 10.8. What is that verse? Do you know that? Aham sarvasa prabhavo mattaha sarvam prapatyate iti matva bhajante maam bhuta bhava samanvitaha. Everything material and spiritual is coming from Krishna. That's what Srila Prabhupada is talking about. We'll continue. The material energy is described as me binna prakriti astata, the eight separated energies of the Lord. Which one is Srila Prabhupada talking about? Which Bhagavad Gita verse? Bhumi apo nalo vayu kam mano buddhi evacha ahankara itiyamme binna prakriti astata. Which one? 7.4. But although the eight gross and the subtle material energies, namely earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, 
intelligence and false ego are stated to be binna separate from the lord actually they are not as fire appears separate from wood and as air flowing through the nostrils and the mouth of the body appears separately from the lord so the paramatma the supreme personality of godhead appears separate from the living entity but is actually separate and not separate simultaneously this is the philosophy of achinta abeda abeda tatva propounded by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu according to the reactions of karma shila propada is explaining the living entity being appears separate from the supreme personality of godhead but actually is very intimately related with the lord consequently even though we are now seen neglected by the lord is actually always alert to our activities under all circumstances therefore we should simply depend on the supremacy of the supreme personality of godhead and thus revive our intimate relationship with him we must depend upon the authority and control of the supreme personality of godhead om agyana timarandasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshur unmalitam ena tasmai shri guruve namah shri chaitanya manobhistam स्थापितम एन भूतले स्वयं रूप कदाहीं ददातीस्वदाक जाय श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवसादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे we read the translation again as air although situated in the wood is perceived to be different from the wood as air although situated within the mouth and the nostrils is perceived to be separate and as the sky although all pervading never mixes with anything so the living entity although now encaged within the material body of which it is a source is separate from it so what is the context here what's happening so far any clue any idea hiranyakashipu is talking here but actually within that is amaraj talking actually hiranyakashipu what's happening is after finishing the funeral ceremony of his brother hiranyaksha hiranyakashipu is talking to his relatives because they very morose that hiranyaksha is is dead yeah so his brother hiranyakashipu is talking to all his friends to his friends and relatives and in that in that discussion he was narrating a very historical event of king sujag suyagna which is described by amaraj to the wives of suyagna when he passed away in the battle got the point hiranyakashipu is talking to his relatives 
in that discussion he was mentioning about an historical event which has occurred long time back in which emaraj was talking to the wives of suyagna who died in the battle so the discussion is continuing so in one sense you can say hiranyakashipu is talking but actually these words are spoken by emaraj but he is saying how emaraj spoke about this so he is continuing emaraj is continuing so in the verse 42 and earlier the difference between the characteristics of a body and soul has been explained especially in the previous verse which is verse number 42 please listen it said just as a householder although different from the identity of his house thinks his house to be identical with him so the conditioned soul due to ignorance accepts this body to be himself although the body is actually different from the soul the body is obtained to the combination of the portions of earth water fire and when the earth water and fire are transformed in the course of time the body is vanquished the soul has got nothing to do with the creation and dissolution of the body so the verse number 43 is actually the continuation of verse number 42 where to explain the difference between body and soul yamaraj is giving three examples in verse number 43 what are the three different examples fire in the wood good air in the nostrils and mouth i didn't hear you prabhu sorry sky sky sorry sky or ether you can say so what is sky or ether in terms of our body you know see the body is made up of earth water fire air ether they we say right ether or sky so what is that ether where is the ether in the body anyone know hold yeah here ether is present here where is the space in the where there is a hole you know in the nostrils it is ether this is ether see you know it's wherever there is there is ether fills up therefore prabhu's logic is also correct it's everywhere so it fills up the whole the space you know actually it's not hole there is ether there there's ether you know like that sky is spread everywhere where can i you know it 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 rests on everything so this three analogy is given to explain that although fire is in the wood but fire is separate from wood although air is within the body our body functions are going through because of the five life airs going up and down and because of this we are able to have the bodily function similarly the sky is everywhere within the body but it's separate from the body so this is analogy which has been explained in 43 to prove the logic of how a person may be living in the house but he's not the house he's separate from the house yeah so what's happening here is a similar examples prabhu can you get me bhagavad gita please a similar examples 
has been given by Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita. Do anyone know that? Thank you. Thirteenth chapter, the nature, enjoyer and consciousness. Yeah? In that, towards the concluding verses, the Lord is speaking this. So Amaraj is speaking what Krishna has spoken. 13.33 and 34. Yeah? Prabhu, what is this Prabhu? This is Russian or something. I want Bhagavad Gita in English. You're testing my knowledge, is it? I was wondering, what is this? We are not in... Are we in Australia or Ukraine? Or Russia? Hmm. Thank you. So 13. So 13, the concluding verses of the 13th chapter, Krishna is talking, especially in 33 and 34. So what is Krishna talking in 33? Yeah? Let us see. The sky, the Lord is speaking. The sky, due to its subtle nature, do not mix with anything, although it's all pervading. Similarly, the soul situated in Brahman, vision, does not mix with the body, although situated in the body. See? So Krishna is giving the same analogy. And not only that, in the 34, okay, before that, we'll come to that. This 13th chapter is similar to Upanishad. Very difficult to understand. Okay? Why Upanishad is difficult to understand or why there is a lot of perplexity in Upanishad is due to the fact that when it says Atman, we do not know where the Atma refers to, whether it is Jivatma or Paramatma. One will get confused. So therefore, one must listen to the commentaries of Acharyas to understand this. Very difficult. But Srila Prabhupada made our life very easier. Right? Any devotees can straight away say, yes, Lord is saying, yes, Lord is talking about the uh, Jivatma, Paramatma like that. It's very difficult, Upanishad. Therefore, running a, uh, or writing a commentary on Upanishad is not uh, easy, very difficult task. Yeah? We may put some substitute, you know. It's not like writing a C++ program or a COBOL program. Yeah, it's quite different. Where you put Lord, if you put self, you know, and also, sometimes, you know, in different Bhagavad Gita, they've got a Self, they say self, okay? When it is a capital S, it means Paramatma. When it is a small S, it is Jivatma. So confusing. <laughs> Very difficult also. You get confused by reading Bhagavad Gita. So, this 13th chapter is almost like Upanishad. Very difficult to understand. And uh, so that is why all this is coming. Now, in that, 33, the Lord is saying, yes, you are like a sky, the sky is within the body, but... It's separate from the soul. The functions are separate. One is uh, material energy, other one is spiritual energy. So, that is there. But, having said that, body and soul is separate, but the soul is influencing the body, isn't it? If the soul leaves the body, it's a dead matter. But if the soul is there, it is influencing the body. So, how do we understand? We know, yes, it's separate. But definitely the soul is influencing the body. The presence of soul is important in the body. Otherwise the body cannot function. 
So to prove this, immediately the Lord thought, yes, I know these devotees will ask this question. So in the, he's giving the answer in the next verse, which is Bhagavad Gita 13.34. What does he say, Lord? O son of Bharata, as a son alone eliminates all these universes, so does the living entity, one within the body, eliminate the entire body by consciousness. What the Lord is saying is, the sun is present far, far away, millions of millions of miles away. But because of the influence of the sun, all the materials which is away from the material world, material world, yeah? The sun is away from the material world. But because of the influence of the sun, all the activities in the material world is taking place because of the light and the heat. Yes? Although it's very far, but we depend on the sun for our activities. So similarly, the soul, which is part of the spiritual energy, is present within the body, and because of the presence of the soul, all the activities are happening, although the sun is much, much, much away from this material world. Similarly, the soul is also within the body, but the soul is allowing, inducing us to do our activities. And without the presence of soul, the body is dead. Hmm? Now, this Bhagavad Gita 13.33 and 3.4 talks about how the soul is entangled, especially 13. Point, the same one, 13.22. It's a very important uh, uh, chapter, 13, uh, 13 chapter, the nature and joy and consciousness. In that, Vishwanatha Chakravarti Thakur, our Acharya, he says, verse number 13.22 is very, very important verse which tells a living entity how a living entity is bound, how the soul bounds the living entity. This is a verse. The living entity in the material nature thus follows the ways of life, enjoying the three modes of nature. This is due to his association with that material nature. Thus, he meets with the good and the evil among various species. See? It is the living entities that enjoying propensity within the three modes that binds the soul. If you do not have the enjoying mentality, then the soul is free. The three modes does not bind. Otherwise, it binds. But, the body is nothing but a bag of senses and therefore the body wants enjoyment which is driven by the mind. Impressions. Very difficult scenario. Yeah? Krishna is saying because the soul is active a living entity cannot even keep quiet for a minute. Yeah? Especially the children we know. The very active we also, very active, eh? we can't sit down like this, we have to do like this, all this, we'll do. Very, very active, yeah, because of the nature of the soul. But if we are active in the material world, it binds us. So how do you do? On one hand, the soul is pushing the body to act. When you act something, the three modes binds you. 
Very, very difficult scenario, precarious condition for a living entity who does not have this knowledge. So what can he do? Because a living, the three modes of material nature binds a living entity, he's put into repeated cycle of birth and death. If he does good karma, he goes to the sukarma, he goes to the heavenly plants and enjoy. But ignorance, if he does some vikarma, prohibited activities, he has to go to the hellish planet and suffer. Again, come back. This is going on with us. So what is the solution? That's what Krishna is explaining. That, what's the solution? One has to do activities which does not produce any reactions. What activity is there in the material world which does not produce any reaction? Sivya, what action is in the material world which you are doing and which will not bind a soul to the three modes of material nature? Yes. Any service, any service, loving service to the Supreme Personality of God, Krishna, does not bind you to this material world. What a relief. Otherwise, the soul is bound. See this knowledge? Any knowledge. But when we say, talk about knowledge, any knowledge is not good. <laughs> Material knowledge is there, okay? What does it do? It is something like learning all about the prison. Oh, the prison is made up of this cement. It's made up of this color. It has got four walls. It has got this window. It has got this garden. Knowing about all the aspects of the prison will not help you out to get out of the prison. You have to think beyond the prison. Who is a person who is beyond, who is able to free us? That is intelligence, yeah? So the material world, whatever you do, knowledge is all binding, only about the prison. Spiritual knowledge is getting out of the prison. So important. And that is why Krishna is telling this knowledge. So it's not an ordinary book. Huh? See this? Especially Bhagavad Gita. Such important information the Lord is giving. Okay. So, the purpose of knowledge, if we follow properly, which will liberate us from the cycle of birth and death. Whereas, the Bhagavad Gita, the 13.33 and 4, what we discuss, that tells our soul is entangled. This section of Bhagavadam is telling us our soul, soul can be disentangled. That's what Hiranyakashipu is talking. Yamaraj is talking, that is okay, because Yamaraj is applying the knowledge. But Hiranyakashipu is also talking, whereas he is not applying the knowledge. He is talking about this Hiranyakashipu and later on you can see, again, he does all kinds of nonsense. So he is not applying the philosophy. So, the purpose of the knowledge is to apply the philosophy. For example, a person, a patient, yeah, he comes to the doctor and say he has got some AIDS or something, some disease like that. He is in pain. He comes to the doctor. Now the doctor cannot chastise him by saying, yeah, 
you followed all Ill, you know, illicit relationship you had, and therefore you had this, and therefore I will not take care of you. The doctor cannot say. The doctor has to provide treatment because he's suffering from pain. But nevertheless, the doctor's knowledge is incomplete if the doctor does not tell the patient that no, you should not have illicit relationship. That is a reason for your distress. So, it is not enough if you just have the knowledge. You have to apply it also. Then only the problem will not reoccur in our lives. Many years back, before, yeah, when I went to India, before, I like Pani Puri. In my place, when I was young and all that, you know, reasonably adult, youth, I used to take from that shop. One fellow, no, it's just decent. Before I'm talking, many years back, if I tell him, don't put onion and garlic, he will not put, he will not put onion. So I used to take it from there. I took that Pani Puri, and after one day, loose motion. I did not know. Again, I went to the same guy, you know, after some few weeks, when I was there. Again, loose motion. It, see, a little bit dull here. Could not understand. Then I was thinking something with the Pani Puri. Third time, I have to try. <laughs> and it is confirmed. So I thought, whoa, the problem is with the whatever the ingredients are, water or something. But if I keep on taking, I'll keep on having this problem, isn't it? So I thought, yes, there you go. <laughs> the problem is whatever, you know, he's doing. It's good, tasty, but it doesn't suit me. <laughs> So this is what is that. Metal energy is like that. It is good, very nice, but who is going to suffer the karma? <laughs> yeah? You do once, twice, you learn, yes, yes, yes. Okay? Otherwise, we will not learn. So this is like that. So, here you see, in the purport, Srila Prabhupada is making something, something wonderful and something uh, exciting. Did you, did you see what Srila Prabhupada is coming out to the purport? I want to see how you people are, you know, observing Srila Prabhupada's purport. Very interesting point, Srila Prabhupada. I just wanted to see if anyone can read my mind, okay? Very interesting uh, on point Srila Prabhupada is raising. Although he's talking about the phenomena, there's one point that is uh, striking out. What is that point? Yes. That's it. Yeah, that is good, almost near, but that, that point I want. Anyone, Prabhu? Anyone? Prabhu? Damodar Prabhu? You can share your knowledge, Prabhu, so that I can also benefit, right? Isn't it? They all benefit, Prabhu. Anyone, Prabhu? Any thoughts? Correct. One level up, something is saying, Srila Prabhupada, 
which normally Srila Prabhupada intelligence is like say for example if I say 1, 2, 3, 4, 10 he will see after 10 <laughs> there's something unique outside of the material world he has seen there in the purport yes Mataji you are nearing that but uh, anyone the verse we are discussing so far is talking about the difference between body and soul. But Srila Prabhupada is introducing Paramatma here. Did you observe? I'll read it for you. Yeah? The mind is separate, okay. But although the eight gross and the subtle material energies, namely earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence and false ego are stated to be binna, separate from the Lord, actually they are not. As fire appears separate from wood, that is we understand, as water flowing through the nostrils separate from the body, so the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appears separate from the living entity, but is actually separate and not separate simultaneously. See, it's introduced that. There's no mention about, we're just talking about difference between body and soul, which is the confidential knowledge. See, Bhagavad Gita talks about three levels of knowledge. What are they? Bhagavan, yes. So, confidential, more confidential, most confidential. The confidential is understanding between matter and spirit, body and soul, that's it. The more confidential is that yes, the soul is tiny, but it's always connected to the Supreme, Paramatma, that is more confidential. The third one is, after connecting, what are you going to do? You have to constantly enhance your devotional service to Krishna so that you can prayojana, so that you can go back to him. It's not just knowing him and saying bye-bye. You have to go with him. So that is the most confidential knowledge of serving the Lord, getting the love of God and be with him. That no, not many literatures are teaching. Okay, So he's saying, Srila Prabhupada is saying, this is a philosophy of Achinta Beda Beda Tattva propounded by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. According to the reactions of karma, the living entity being appears separate from the Supreme Personality of God. Again, it's introducing. But actually is very intimately related with the Lord. Now, why Srila Prabhupada is saying that according to the reaction, the the Lord appears to be separate from the living entity, but at the same time is not separate. What does he mean by that? And Prabhupada is giving the reason also, due to karma. So, due to our activities, if we do sukarma and vikarma, we will not be in union with the Lord, correct? That's what we discussed some time back. So we have, one has to do a karma. Then you are with the Lord. The Lord is not separate. 
although the lord is with the living entity as paramatma one will not know the dictations of paramatma one will know only the dictations of his own mind the mind will say go there okay do that you know all this but if you want to know the dictations of the paramatma the dictations of the mind has to stop the dictations of the mind will not stop until and unless one surrenders to supreme lord paramatma then slowly this will come down and that will go up then we are able to hear the dictations gradually and slowly not in you know, overnight lord will as paramatma will comments tell you something it doesn't happen like that yeah it's a gradual process so the dictations of the mind has to stop and that is why we are doing devotion service as long as we do material activities it is like writing on the board there is a white board right someone wrote on the board yesterday material activity means the mind is constantly writing the board is full again full again full what will happen you will not know your own thoughts impressions over impressions over impressions if you know if for 5 days if the the bhagavatam writer if he keeps on writing on the same without rubbing can i read can i see the verse confusion same thing happening impressions yesterday today tomorrow day after 2022 2023 2024 and 2082 the next body so what will happen what should happen devotional service means rubbing the board all your material impressions will go away so remember material activity means writing on the board sivya materialistic activity means writing on the board spiritual activity which you are doing means what rubbing the board the board is always free to write so therefore devote is every day morning hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare rama hare rama 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 very easy impressions gone otherwise you know so lord we can be separate from the lord or we can be together with the lord that depends on our actions so shila prabhupada is saying yeah if you do an action which is quite contrary to what krishna has said you are away from the lord obviously kripa siddhu prabhu if he puts i tell him when you do khichdi please put tur dal only not put don't put tur dal sorry moong dal he does that so we have the opportunity to honor the prashad but he puts tur dal and all that you know then i would not be inclined to take it in the same way simple small relationship if we don't listen to what the lord says do you think the lord will be favorable because he's a supreme person we are tiny we supreme unlimitedly powerful krishna he can expand and he can be in paramatma in all everyone's heart including animals imagine how powerful he is unlimitedly powerful 
that supreme lord we are chanting his name and we are hearing about him what is wrong what is wrong in chanting his name and hearing his pastimes 24 hours a day such are his glories is not like us oh yesterday i did that today i did that and that's it over then what did you do that's it over nothing more to talk but the lord's glory is unlimited unlimited personality unlimited glories tiny personality tiny pastimes a tiny insignificant soul like us we can enjoy only in a tiny insignificant way a tiny insignificant soul when he is connected to the supreme soul how much more can he enjoy that's how it is that's a relationship that is this is known as yoga connecting and the lord is saying between the first six chapters the lord is giving different yoga process you want to follow karma yoga do that if you want to follow jnana yoga ashtanga yoga but all these yogas are not possible in kali yuga how can i leave my family and go to amazon forest i can't close my eyes half closed half open concentrate on the tip of my nose for you know all days till i realize parmatma it's not possible for me i would rather sit on a sofa and chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare practical process in kali yuga given by his grace shila prabhupad divine grace shila prabhupad what a process it's not possible none of the process possible how can we control the mind so turbulent it's very easily controlled by chanting the lord's name very simple process just chant krishna's name anything connected with krishna though it goes beyond the three modes anything not connected to krishna within the three modes any activity anything if krishna is in the center beyond trans transcendence it's transcendence if krishna is not there in the center it is three modes of energies waiting to bind us this is a logic this is how one should know this this is a knowledge transcendental knowledge krishna says janma karma chame divyam all you have to know is you have to know the birth and the activities of the lord is transcendental that's it you should know in truth then what happens there is no rebirth so the knowledge the highest knowledge is knowing about krishna himself that's all we have to know this is the highest truth the shila prabhupada has given us no one has given us like this what a knowledge highest truth knowing janma karma chame divyam that the lord bhagavan krishna's birth and activities are beyond this world transcendental and therefore what will we do we do service to him and therefore the result is we'll go back to him why one wants to suffer here okay so so here shila prabhupada is talking about uh, 
Achinta Beda Beda Tatwa are two different levels. Yeah? Achinta Beda Beda Tatwa is same but different. So normally, you know, when we say Achinta Beda Beda Tatwa, we use it for the body and soul. You know how this body and soul are different. The soul is same with Bhagavan, but not same. Yeah? In quantitatively, it is not same. Qualitatively, same. Like that, we use Achinta Beda. It is same, but not same. Like that. But that is between person and the Lord. But Srila Prabhupada is talking the second level of Achintya as material world and the Lord. He's talking about material world and Lord. One is Lord and the living entity. Here, the Lord and the material world. So this can be understood by knowing the difference between immanence and transcendence. You know, anyone know what is immanence? It's just opposite of transcendence. Transcendental means beyond the three modes. Immanence means within the three modes. So, the Lord, if he is within the three modes, it is known as immanence. If it is outside the three modes, it is known as, or within the material world, outside the material world, it is known as transcendence. That's what Srila Prabhupada says. Transcendental knowledge means Spiritual knowledge beyond the three modes. Many orthodox civilization, like Greeks and even Aborigines at the time, they used to have realized God in the form of mountain, sea, fire, you know, fire God, sea God, mountain God, like that. So where they see the God within the material world, but they do not know that the Lord is not only the material world, is also beyond the material world. The transcendent part they do not know. But whereas a Christian missionary, they know God is in heaven, he will take care of us. They know that the Lord is outside of the material world. But Krishna says that he is not only immanence, but he is also transcendental. Where does he say that? That is, Krishna is saying, I am not only living in this material world, but I am also outside of the material world. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 10. Yeah? The opulence of the Lord. Lord is saying that in the verses 19 to 38, the Lord is talking about a lot of vibhudis. He says, I am the sun. I am the moon. Yeah? And so many opulences the Lord is giving. This is all the opulences you can see. I'm the sea. Like that. When you see water, the taste of water. All this is the opulence of the Lord. This is known as vibhudis. The Lord is talking. And also, in the same... Not in the same. In the 8th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, which is attaining the Supreme, the Lord is talking about transcendence, which is 20, 21, 22. What is that? Lord is saying, that's what the knowledge, everything is here. In the 28.20, the Lord is saying, yet there is another unmanifest nature which is eternal and which is transcendental to the material and unman unmanifested matter. This is supreme and will never annihilate it. When all the world is annihilated, this part remains as it is. Then 21, the Lord is saying, that which is Vedantist described as unmanifest and infallible, and that which is known as a supreme destination. That place from which having attained, one never returns. 
that is my supreme abode the lord is talking about his abode and then to conclude 22 is saying the supreme personality of godhead who is greater than all is attainable by unalloyed devotion although he is a person in his abode he is all pervading everything is situated in him the lord himself is giving knowledge about himself yeah so krishna as shila propada says right the statement he is saying the supreme personality of godhead is separate at the same time not separate so he is separate because he is as bhagavan he comes he does his pastime whatever the pastime and then he goes away as bhagavan is is separate but as paramatma is always accompanying the tiny living entities till they come to the lord so the lord is accompanying the living entity at the same time is not accompanying that is what is eminence and transcendence okay finally we must talk today is the appearance day of his holiness bhakti siddhanta saraswati goswami thakur maharaj who is none other than the guru of our founder acharya bhakti vedanta swami so we need to talk about bhakti siddhanta very quickly before we go we will read or we will say once the pranam mantra of bhakti siddhanta saraswati goswami shri varsha banavi devi krishna prastha sorry uh, dahitaya kripabdaye krishna sambandha vignana dayite prabhave namaha the meaning is i offer my respectful obeisances to shri rishabhanu devi dayita dasa that is another name of shri bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakura who is favored by shrimadi radharani herself and who is the ocean of transcendental mercy and the deliverer of the signs of krishna okay this is out very quickly shri bhakti siddhanta saraswati goswami maharaj appeared on february of 1974 or almost 150 years back yeah now his name when he was young he was born to whom his father was sachidananda bhakti vinod thakura mother was bhagavati devi when bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakura is uh, name initial or is what you call his name when he was born was bimala prasad because he was lord bimala devi is a vaishnavi yeah is a devotee of lord krishna so she has blessed and they got a child through her so bimala prasad the prasad given by bimala devi who is in who is yoga maya okay not mahamaya so he was born in february 1984 it will be a quick one now when bimala prasad when bimala prasad was born bhakti sadar when he was young when he was born the umbilical cord which is connecting the mother and the child was circ was round was wound on his body like a brahmin thread yeah normally we have to put a brahmin thread but in his case his brahmin thread was acting uh, umbilical cord was acting as a brahmin thread okay just to give you an idea 
So initially, you can say that he's already Brahmin-initiated. Okay. Then, when Bimala Prasad was six months old, at that time, Jagan, his father, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, was a manager of Puri Temple and a deputy magistrate. At the time, when uh, Puri Ratayatra happens, it goes through their house. At that time, when uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was six months old, the court came and stopped in front of his house. If, <clears throat> if Jagannath wants to stop, no one can push him. If Jagannath wants to go, no one can stop him. The court stopped. For three days, they pushed with the elephant and all that. It was not moving. Now, the Bhagavati Devi, the mother of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, she thought, it's a good opportunity. I can take my son and take the blessings of Lord Jagannath. So, she went and people recognized her because, you know, uh, she's a wife of a great devotee. So she went upstairs and she went to the Lord's, you know, uh, the, the deity on the uh, chariot. And then she offered the baby. They, they put the baby next to the Lord. The baby immediately turned and touched the lotus feet of Jagannath. Immediately Lord Jagannath garland fell on the baby. Another proof within six months. Okay? <clears throat> and then... When he was seven years old, okay, when he was two years old, this is that mango episode, one time as a child, okay, see when I say two years and all that, it's around that age, it could be two years, it could be two and a half years like that, so around that age, we, saw, we can say around that two age, he was taking a mango without offering to the Lord, his father Bhaktivinoda Thakur saw, what is this, Bimal Prasad, don't you know that, you have to offer everything to Krishna, how can you eat without that, the Lord chastised him. He got so uh, upset and he thought, how can I ever do this? Why this thought has come to me without offering, you know, eat that, without considering. Therefore, for the whole of my life, I'm not going to eat mango. We can also make some vows, but the next day, it happens. Sometimes I think, okay, I don't want to too much of this uh, cheese on the pizza. I'm not going to eat pizza. Too much cheese. Only children can eat. But along with it, when the children are eating, I also think, one piece, <laughs> one. but not much cheese. Then slowly, you know, take one or two like that. So it's very difficult. But Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati did not do. Many times, his disciples used to get, oh, Guru Maharaj, beautiful mango. They say a place in Tamil Nadu known as Salem. Every state has got a place where they produce good mangoes. Salem is meant for mangoes. You know, there's a place in Tamil Nadu. Oh, it is like a sugar candy, you know? It is never, uh, it's what you call sour or anything, always sweet. So such is a mango. So many times they offer, Guru Maharaj, please take this mango. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Swami said, Oh, I don't want to see also. Even when I see, I'm getting offended. I'm a big offender of the Lord. I do not want it. Please take away. Like that. That was his mood. Okay. Now, when he was around seven years old, he had mastery. He has attained mastery over maths. He did not use calculator. Like Ramanuja, maths. Then he was mastering astrology and astronomy, which 
Normally, it takes 25 years for a person to graduate and to know all about it. But within seven years, he mastered everything. This is his intelligence, very sharp intelligence. Vivasai Atmika Buddhi, Krishna explains. In the third chapter, one-pointed intelligence. Only Krishna, one-pointed intelligence. Then, when he was about 10 years, he used to proofread Sanskrit literature. And he used to give commentaries on Vedanta. Therefore, he was titled as Saraswati at that time. See? He was a living encyclopedia. Yeah? You don't need Google at that time. We can ask Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj. He tells you. Then, gradually he was growing and all that. Then, when he was 27, <coughs> he approached, to around 26, he approached his father, <coughs> Sachitananda <coughs> Bhakti Vinod Thakur, and told him, Father, I think I need a shelter of the Guru. Please, can you suggest? Then the uh, father said, Oh, Bhagavad Kishore uh, Babaji Maharaj comes to our class, Bhagavadam. And I'm giving, with Bhakti Vinod Thakur is giving Bhagavadam. Gaur Kishore Maharaj comes and in a corner and listens. So he is a most elevated person for you. So you go and take sh- uh, initiation from him. So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj went to Gaur Kishore Babaji and begged for you know, for his mercy to give him initiation. But, Gaur Kishore Babaji, did he give immediately? He said, no. What do you think? You're a scholar. You know everything. I'm illiterate. I do not know to write my name. I do not know how to read. So please see a different person. He did not entertain him. But, he knows it is just a test of the Guru. Then, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami was very much aggrieved. He said, what can I do? He again was requesting uh, uh, Gaur Kishore Babaji Maharaj. So Gaur Kishore Babaji Maharaj said, okay. He, saw, he took pity on him and he said, okay, come after a week's time. I will talk to Lord Chaitanya and then I'll tell you. He said, okay. Then after one week he came, Guru Maharaj. He said, oh, I forgot. Come after one week. He went again. He did not say anything. Patiently, okay. Again, third time when he came, he said, oh, I forgot. Then Bhakti uh, Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj said, Okay, I know you're trying to avoid me. Avoid me because you know that I'm thinking that um, Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj, because of his humility, he was thinking, Oh, I know that my Guru Maharaj is thinking that I'm very overqualified, I'm puffed up, you know. Anyone who has got a knowledge, they'll be having some pride. So probably he might have thought that I've got some pride. And therefore, what I'll do is again beg for his mercy. And if he doesn't give the mercy, I'm going to jump into the river and die, kill myself. He said to his Guru Maharaj. Then the Guru Maharaj took pity and he said, yes, I'll initiate you. Then after he was initiated, again he took another oath. He said, I'm going to chant one, bill, one billion names of Krishna. And till such time, I won't be happy. Now, one billion names, or one billion has got how many zeros? Sivya, do you know that? Are you good in maths? How many zeros in one billion? Not million. Are you going to Kuman? <laughs> Any Kuman uh, student here? Kuman is, uh, you know, you know what is Kuman, no? All the dads know, because they have to teach the children. <laughs> yeah? Who said seven? Nine. Correct. 
because one billion is thousand million. A million has got six zeros, thousand has got three zeros, one zero 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 times one zero 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 is one times followed by nine zeros. One billion. Now, he took this massive task of chanting one billion names. So he thought, okay, every day I'll do 300,000 names, like similar to Haridas Thakur. Now that went for nine, almost 10 years, nine something years. 10 years he was chanting Krishna's name continuously per day, about 300 times, 300 times names of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. If you do that 300 times, you know, we will not have, we can, every day should be like this, fasting day. We can't eat. Where's the time, you know? After chanting this, he became very powerful because he got something in his mind. He said, I want to start the Gaudiya mission. For that, I need to be purified. So after chanting one billion name, he could start 64 centers throughout the, throughout India and other neighboring places. Where are the places? He established 64 Gaudiya Mutt temple in India, in Burma, England, Germany. Because Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakura was fearless and power, he had a powerful delivery of Vaishnava Siddhanta, Mayavadis would not dare to come and confront with him. He was known as Shimma Guru, Lion Guru. When he's on the Vyasasana, right, or otherwise also, he will talk like a lion, you know. Such was his knowledge. He broke all spiritual conventions and barriers. He introduced many innovations to expand preaching. One, some, most of the temple at the time was very small. It was in a remote place, on corner. He said, no, temple should be in the city. It should be laid with marbles. So our Prabhupada followed the perfect instructions of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami. He said, temple should be like palaces where Krishna is living. He should not be like, you know, dirty and all that. So, Srila uh, Prabhupada followed exactly, exactly what Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj was had it in mind. It should be like marble and shiny. It should be a palace for Krishna. So he renovated and all the temples he established was like a palaces for Krishna. And then, he, he, he was breaking the tradition of renunciation. Renunciate. How in those days, a renunciate cannot wear a shoes. A renunciate cannot wear a coat. A renunciate cannot travel in a car or a motorboat. But he used all that. Why? For preaching. Why preaching? Because he wants to go to the place early for preaching, not late. So he used all this to go to a place quickly and to preach more and more. And then, he developed three principles. Yeah? The three principles we should know. That is, first thing is, never find fault in others, especially spiritual persons. Look within. That was the first thing he said. And then, cooperate. As devotees, we should cooperate. And the third thing is, all success will come if we attentively chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra, it will automatically come. You need not have to do extra endeavor. Okay? Now, finally, how Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, the last one, all success will come if we attentively chant holy name. There is a small pastime, very quick pastime, I tell you, how just by chanting, 
we will all get intelligence just by chanting. Okay, one episode. One time, the vice chancellor of Banaras University, which is known as a dean, you know, you can say dean of any university, he visited Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj. At that time, dean also used to study Vedanta, okay? These days, you go to the Monash University dean and you ask him, what's the difference with body and soul? He said, get lost, he will say. Because he will not know. So those days, dean were studying Vedanta, Upanishad, difference between body and soul. Then he approached once to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj and he said, Maharaj, I've got a question on Vedanta. Please, can you clarify? At the time, Bhakti Siddhanta Goswami Maharaj was quite busy. He said, please ask my assistant. He said, then that uh, vice chancellor said, how can I ask your assistant? Because it's on Vedanta. I don't think your assistant would be able enough to answer my question. He said, don't worry. You go and they will answer. With reluctantly, because he's a big guru, lion guru, with all respect, the vice chancellor went to the place, to our paraphonia room. He said, go to the room at that time, because in the morning time, all the devotees are cleaning, Krishna's, you know, paraphonia, you know, the arti tray and vases, see, all this, they were cleaning. Now you see, there is no vase on Gaurnitai, Radha Ballaba and Jagannath Balabe Subhadra. Have you observed? Morning time, all the vases, the flower vase, will go into the paraphonia for cleaning. So at that time, this time, when they went, the Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj said, go to, into the paraphonia room, my, my disciples are there. When he went, all the people were cleaning and saying, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, they were chanting. Then he, he said, can I also do some cleaning, he said. Who? Vice Chancellor of University, Banaras University, very leading university at the time. He's, he said, so they said, okay, uh, you know, you can do it. Then he was cleaning and all that, you know, he was engaged in Lord activity. Then Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami uh, told his uh, disciple, okay, that uh, vice chancellor has got some question. Ask him to come and see me. Then the vice chancellor came. Then he said, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami said, come on, what is your question? He said, no need. What do you mean by no need? He said, the vice chancellor said, when I was washing, Krishna revealed all the answers to me. By, by doing Lord's service. So therefore, what did Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami said? He said, yes, the philosophy of Krishna consciousness can be understood by service attitude, not by any amount of intellectualism. That's what we should know, yeah? One may be very much having knowledge, but without service, you cannot understand Krishna. Without devotional service. Bhaktiya maam abhijanati. One must do devotion service. However, so therefore, every devotee must have some service to Krishna. Otherwise, you know, one is not very favorably looked upon by Krishna. Some service, when you come to the temple, you should do. You should not come to the temple as if you are coming to a movie, Hoyt cinema or something. Come, look at the movie and go away. It's not like that. It's not a movie theater. Come, do some service. Voluntarily open your mouth and ask, is there any service I can do? Can I help the devotees? Or can I clean the temple or something? Some service you should have. Otherwise, that's no meaning of a devotee. Yeah? So that's what Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami is saying. Okay, Hare Krishna. We'll stop here. If there are any quick comments, questions, reflections, we will see.
quickly. Anyone has got a mic? Because when I hear Bhagavadam, I'm not able to hear the questions. I always... Hare Krishna Prabhupada. Please Thank ask you. some simple questions. Thank you for the nice class. You said that the soul is eternal, but then how come it becomes fully absorbed, forgetting the future, forgetting the future, and it becomes fully absorbed in temporary material sense gratification? Good question. See what happens? A soul is very pure, but the moment it comes in contact. How the soul? As a soul, we can only desire. The moment we desire, oh, I want some enjoyment, then slowly, when the soul has got enjoyment, the soul is given this material nature. When it comes to the material nature with the three modes, the three modes binds the soul in two ways. One is known as avarnatmika. The moment the soul is given a body, the moment the body is given material body, the soul is completely forgotten. See, I do not know I am a soul. Although by practice, I know. But very easy to forget. Most of the time, on practical purposes, I act as a male body only. I'm not coming to the temple, oh, I'm a soul, I'm a part of Krishna. You know, when we act most of the time, right, we act as under our body, male body or female body. But with the knowledge that we are the soul, with the intelligence. So immediately when this body, the mental energy gives a body, the soul is covered first. Not only that, when anyone is following any yoga process, like our spiritual process, this material energy pulls them down. This is known as pratikshatmika, pulling capacity. So not only covering potency of maya, pulling potency is very difficult. So therefore, why did, next question is, why did Krishna make it so difficult? You could have given us half spiritual body, half material body. Yeah, so that we can, you know, like that, isn't it? We may think, no, examination was conducted are always conducted so that the student passes through the barrier. Yeah, you should get some mark, 50 mark, 60 mark, then only is a pass. So therefore Krishna wants to see how much you love me. If you all the time, you know, if you are the material energy, if you don't love me, you go to the material energy, you don't want me, fine. I'm not asking you. So that endeavor we have to make, always, Krishna wants to know how much you love. It is said that when a lady gets married, in the initial stages, she keeps on asking the husband, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? When she gives one idli, do you love me? Like that. This is because of understanding the husband. Really loves me. Because strangers, we do not know. So in the same way, Krishna, do you like me? Do you love me? Do you want to chant my names? Do you really respect, you know, help my devotees? Like that. Krishna always saying, in that he is given a test. And that is Maya. Once, and Krishna also gives a formula, if you want to be always free from Maya, all we did that. One should be always connected to Krishna. Because if you connect to Krishna, beyond the three modes. If you don't connect to Krishna, within the modes. Yeah? So, the soul, if it desires to go away from Krishna and enjoy, the body is given and that's the root cause of our problems. The gross body and the subtle body.
Does it explain or? Thank you, Ravati. Is it okay or? So therefore, we don't have a choice. You want body or you want to go to Krishna? Yeah? If we say, no, 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 we don't want Krishna, then 8.4 million species of body is given. Yeah? We can pick and choose any body. Eight boy, cow, dog, pig, whatever maybe, cat, crocodile, shark, timingala, all these bodies we can pick. Or, if you want Krishna, you will get only one body, spiritual body, where no birth, death, old age disease. And Krishna promises, so many promises, that you will, he will not, that one will not come back again to the material world. You need not have to come back to Australia and earn Australian dollars. Yeah? Any other question, reflections? Okay, we'll stop here. Gantaraj Bhagavadam Ki Jai. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Appearance Day Ki Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Nithai Gaura Premanande. Today, no breakfast. No breakfast. <laughs> <Austerity>. <laughs>